Hello everyone, welcome to episode two of the Boys in the Basement podcast. It's nice to be back, I'm Liam Parton, your host, I'm here with my co-host, Mr Swan. Hello, lovely and, to be here. And with our long-suffering, <laughs> I was going to say uber producer, but that's maybe overcooking it much a little ma- bit. Much maligned. Much maligned, yeah. underappreciated producer, Mr North. Oh, good evening. He is, a lot of you will be surprised to hear that he's back for the second episode. <laughs> and closer to the mic. Closer to the mic. Every week you're working yeah. inch closer. We, li- we listen to what people say who listen to this and they've been saying, put him closer to the mic and closer to the mic he is. Because then he can dig his own grave. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, he is absolutely. back. There was touch and go in the middle of the week whether we'd have him back, but you know, it's his house. Yeah, the, mon- the monkey was close. He was very good in his audition. But we are back. What a show we've got lined up for you here. We've got episode two. We've tried to go all professional on you now because last week was totally ramshackled, but this week we've got things prepared, things planned. What a show it's going to be. What's coming up, Liam? What's coming up? Well, we're going to talk about your cooking. We're going to talk about some music. We're going to talk about... I've got some things, some surprises for you two. And we're going to look into Mr. North's past. Oh, yes. <laughs> Superb. Well, I'm excited now. I didn't even know half that stuff was happening. Well, <laughs> you, you, if you're excited now, think about how excited you're going to be when it actually happens. Can't wait. So, I think what, what we should start with is we should talk about... Because this is how my ego works. We should talk about the uber success of the first episode. Mm. It was recorded approximately three weeks ago now, and uh, as a result of that, we've had over 400 subscribers on iTunes. Fantastic. Because we are officially approved by Apple. <laughs> there was a worrying time. I had to... Right. Not, not Chris Martin's baby. Yeah, we're going to get bogged <laughs> down in, in a lot of stats now, oh, because uh, it's all about the stats for me. We, uh, like I say, 500... Five, whoop, I'm bigging I'm it up too much. 400 subscribers. <laughs> Uh, we have... Um, we're international as well. I haven't told you this, Mr. Swan. Mm-hmm. We, are in, we got downloaded in America. Really? Seven times. We cracked the states. We have cracked the states. So we've done many ro- people have tried that and failed, and we- we've done it in the first try. Exactly. We've done what Robbie Williams could never do. We've also been downloaded in Europe. Yeah. Which is good. Very that's, good. That's yeah. very generic. That, it could be yeah. anywhere. Okay, fair enough. Uh, lots of downloads in the UK, obviously. Yeah, obviously. And as well as this, due to a slight technical error on my part, we have been downloaded once in China. In China? Yeah, because initially when I put us on <laughs> iTunes, Brilliant. we managed to get listed as a Chinese podcast. For technical reasons, I don't really understand. I hope they enjoyed what we did. Did, they, think, did they write any sort of feedback or we heard from them? Uh, I think they found it tough going. They would have. I think the English content baffled them a bit. Yeah. Uh, but it went well. Well, good. So, But we are now listed as an English podcast. That's very so exciting. So we're right where we should be. There what a show it was. And I think actually, let's take a moment. This is going to be heartfelt. It's coming from the heart. I'll well, say thank you to everyone who subscribed. Yeah, thank you very much. Because we do it for you. Thank you, everyone. We do mean it. We do mean it. And that. obviously with your support and with your help, this podcast will grow. Yeah. We can promote 400 ourselves. is just the start. No, yeah. It's going to be three Next hours. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is our five-hour <laughs> <Yeah>. Uber special. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, genuinely, though, thank you for downloading it. And if you like what we did last week, tell your friends, because the point of this is to get people involved. We want to get local projects involved. Yeah. We want to obviously spread our fan base and get more and more people listening. Right, this is good. Our producer, <laughs> when the show started, we said, start a timer so that we don't over-talk. Yeah. And we just keep everything on a slight schedule. Yeah. He's only just started the timer. He totally I, forgot. I've got that monkey's number if, we, yeah. if you want so to give a call. Yeah, so that's job one. It's fine. Failed. Just, just Are add, we even recording? Yes, but just add three minutes to that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be a presenter and do numbers. This I'm not Carol Vorderman. You see what I'm working with here, people? <laughs> right, well, right, might as well go around the room and just introduce, because we are all back. We are all back. So, like I said, I'm Liam Parton, sort of creative genius, <laughs> massive ego of the show. I'm here, back where I belong. Mr. Swan has made it back as well. He Mr. Swan feel... is here. Very excited to be back as well. Uh, and like I say, Mr. North is back as well. We've got some great content f- on him this week. He's got a worried look on his face. Why do you look so worried, mate? Because I know what's coming. Oh, do you? I no, don't. you don't know. <laughs> Mr. Son doesn't know. We've got some fantastic stuff lined up. And also, we're going to take this opportunity to um, promote our new, exciting... If there was a drum roll, we'll put a drum roll in here. Yeah. 
Right, here's the drum roll, everyone. Yeah, we've got a brand new website, guys. We have a brand new website. Because last week, we were so chuffed with ourselves because we thought, right, we're going to really be professional. We're going to promote our email address. We're going to promote our group. We're going to promote our Twitter. About four hours after the show, we decided to change our email address. (laughs) We decided to close our Twitter account and build a website. Because as we touched on last week, going into the show last week, we had no idea how we were going to publish this on the internet. And we thought, well, what are we going to do? I thought it'd be really easy. It took me a great deal of time to get our actual podcast on the internet. And you worked hard. You guys witnessed how it destroyed me because I spent about four sleepless nights building a website and trying to upload our content. And then I came round to play frisbee with you lot. And can you remember what happened to me that evening? You were your... terrible at frisbee. And ha- what happened to me on the beanbag? Oh, yeah. Oh, he, he, fell he fell asleep. I was unconscious in the, in the middle of the room dribbling to myself. About yeah, 8 o'clock. About I was 8 in destroyed. the with, with a room full of people as well. It wasn't just like we left him on his own and he slowly dropped off. He literally fell asleep amongst a whole room of people who were busy talking. I was exhausted. This podcast nearly killed me, people. <laughs> but we got it online. It was very exciting. But we do have a new website and we've talked about it. We haven't actually given the address of it. It's uh, theboysinthebasementpodcast.com. What about that? It's a dot, we are dot .com. We're dot .com. We're a dot .com. We're dot moving com up industry. in the world. It's an international brand. And it's, also, it's you flashy can, as well. It's very flashy. flashy. Yeah, it's a nice website. I it's, built it myself. Labour like of it. love. Yeah. Uh, go there because we've got some stuff on there. We'll touch on it going through the show. We put a lot of our content from the shows on there. All sorts of exciting stuff. You can get in touch. We've got a new email as well, which is just liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. It's so streamlined. It could so be uniform. any easier, could it? We've yeah. just gone for one email and I yeah. used my name. And oh, funny <laughs> who wants to guess how many emails we've had so far? None. No. Really? <laughs> really? We've had one email so oh, far. Super. Was that from your test from... account? It's yeah. called test and I sent it from <laughs> myself to myself. But it did say some nice things. It said, hello, I love you dearly. I sent that to myself. Mm. Can we use that as a sort of promotional thing for the show? It's our first review. Yeah, our fir- that's our official first review. Is that We love you. We love you dearly. <laughs> so that's good. Oh. Right, I think now what we can do, we'll go around the room. We'll talk about maybe our weeks. See what we've been up to this week. We'll, we'll ba- start with Mr. Swan. How's your week been, Mr. Swan? My week has been—it's uh, been—it's been good. Thank you, Mr. Parton. I've been a little under the weather this week, though. What's this been week. wrong with you? I will say I don't know. Right. Neither do the doctors I've been. I have astounding medical science. They really? Do not the medical know. world are baffled. Yeah. By they, your they body's just chucked me on some tablets and said, "Come back in a couple Maybe of days." Maybe this is what fame feels like. Really? Hmm. The pressure of fame. The dizzy <laughs> pressure highs. of fame. It's stress. I'm having sleepless nights, people. Being the co-host of Peter's number one podcast. It's having people camped outside my house as well. Really? Is you, you're getting that as well? It's yeah, a Chinese, yeah, yeah. It's a Chinese oh. tourist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> only one tour. of them. Oh, there we go. A bit of mild No, our producer's looking shocked, but that was just a genuine sort of pleasant accent, wasn't it? I I don't, actually, it wasn't a particular accent. It could no. have been from anywhere. It wasn't actually Liam. It was the Chinese takeaway being delivered. Now, now that's, oh, that's, that's getting racist. That's very We've got bad. to move away from this because oh. I love Ken. Oh, I love oh, Ken. Ken. I love our local Chinese is run by a man called Ken. He's the loveliest man you'll ever like to meet. He is. Very polite. He's hilarious. Lovely chap. And we can't promote restaurants, can we, on here? So it's a shame. We it's, can say go to Ken's though because it's not the okay. restaurant, but locals will know there, that There's is. a local place run by a man called Ken. Go ahead. It's superb Chinese. Really Wonderful is food. cut above. Well, we've digressed there. We started talking about we your did. week and we're now yeah. talking about a Chinese man in a bow tie. Yeah, we've gone from me nearly dying and Yeah, and well, we sort of glossed over that. <laughs> baffled. From... I've booked an appointment at the doctor's this week. What's happened? I've got a thing on my leg. Shall I show you? It, it won't fo- make three in radio. Is it your foot? <laughs> no. Oh, oh, my God. That's a good one. Look yeah. at this. 
What the hell's that? Exactly. He that said was he'd a good be reaction. Bit. That'll come across well on the radio. <laughs> yeah, I basically, I think <laughs> I've been bitten by an insect and it's got infected. So I an went insect? In, I went like a dog. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> yeah, it's a werewolf bite. Next full moon, you probably want to lock me down here on my own. Awesome. There's a sea lion. That's the last thing I do. Yeah, I've been bitten by something and it's swelled up on my leg. So I went to the doctors on Wednesday. said, oh, I'd call like an appointment quite urgently. Um... And they said, well, you can have one next week. So Wonderful. I've got to wait another four days. Brilliant. And I booked the appointment three days ago. <laughs> so, and, and I wasn't even going to go myself, but I showed it to a woman. And women get very concerned about things. Absolutely, Because yeah. I'm a man. I think often as a man, you don't bother to go to the uh, I'll never doctors, go to the doctors. The last time I went to the doctors, it was under <laughs> massive duress um, from a lot of people. Because do you remember why I had to last go to the doctors? I do remember. I don't, did, do, do, we do you want to talk about that? I or? think we can. I think it in, encourages think men can... to take better care of themselves. Absolutely, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, I, had a, I had a lump on an intimate part of my body. And I just assumed it was fine, but I, you know, I went to the doctor to have it checked out, and it was all fine. So if you've got a lump, don't be ashamed. Go to the doctors. It's a very nice experience. And do check yourself regularly. Check yourself, and breasts as well. Check everything for lumps. It's actually quite <laughs> nice, because when you go into the doctor in that sort of situation, mm-hmm. you don't know what the etiquette is, sort of, because you're going to go into the room with a man and get your one bit of meat out, and mm-hmm. you know what do you do? He sort of, does he close the curtains? But I had a shower before. I think you've got to clean and trim. Definitely. Trim, but, trim. You know, and you've got a lot of fear. But yeah, check yourselves out, lads, and go to the doctor. Because it's benign, my sis. It's just there, still there. So it's, oh, attra- oh. it's attractive. <laughs> there you go, ladies. That's benign. Official. Yeah, he's <laughs> on the market. I'm still on the market there. with a lump. <laughs> <laughs> with an extension. <laughs> no extra cost. <laughs> so that's that. Mr. North, you've had quite an exciting week, haven't you? I did. I went uh, back to Somerset last week and um, my sister came back from New Zealand. She's mm. been there for six months. Mm. Now, your sister. No, we. Um, I'm looking forward to meeting her next weekend. Now, yes. Can we? I think perhaps we should say right now that this is an important week for Mr. North. Very important because week. Because this week is Mr. North's birthday. This is the Mr. North birthday podcast special. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Because yeah. on in about four days' time, it's his birthday. Yep. So we won't sing happy birthday because I don't think that will go across yeah, the line. Yeah, it'll be a waste of air time. No. But uh, next, your sister's coming down at the weekend, isn't she? To celebrate. She's going to stay. My brother hopefully he's coming. Now, I've not met your sister, but I'm, oh, I, I've, just seen subject. A, I've seen a picture of her on the mantelpiece, and I'm basing my whole perception of her on that one picture, and she looks like a very fine woman. I'm very much looking forward to meeting her. Okay, what's but her you, personality going to be like? Then? You reckon she won't like me? Is she anything like no, you? No, she'll like you. She just probably won't want to sit near you. Well, don't say it like that. Why? Because she likes clean-cut rugby guys. That's <laughs> yeah. what you said to me in a quote. <laughs> who's interested, oh, who's interested in clean cut rugby? Look at look at those guns. Look at those guns. Look at that. Yeah, but that works <laughs> on radio. You can get away with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm rippling. Can. I'm rippling in the moonlight here. Yeah. I think she's gonna like me. I think we're gonna get very. I'm looking forward to meeting. I'm her. looking forward to meeting. Yeah, because because we haven't met a lot. Of, I haven't met a lot of your family. I haven't met no, any, you've never met any of them. None, none of us. I, have and met I think any that's been deliberately planned. I actually didn't believe you had a family until he was an orphan. I just turned up in Hampshire. He's the Paddington Bear of radio. He just turned up with a little note round his neck and a jar of. Marmalade <laughs> under his arm. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you. And your brother's mm. coming down as well, isn't he? Hopefully, yeah. We're going to go out for drinks. So if you're around, uh, no, let's not invite you. Just your birthday bash. Just, uh, no. Should we give out your home address? No. No. Oh, no, not yet. Don't. Later. When he's yeah. when he's off having a wee or something. So it's exciting for me if you're having a birthday. And you went to a festival this weekend as well, didn't you? Tiniest festival ever in our little village in Somerset. The farmers set up this festival. About 150 people go. It's not advertised anywhere. People just know about it. And there was music for about 12 hours. Bonfire. Um, straw bales to sit on it was proper rustic and it was good there were some really good unsigned people there actually and unsigned people or unsigned bands like people that have not been <laughs> signed into the human signed. race <laughs> sort of drongos with like four not heads been, and like no arms yet. they had a paid entry yeah. um, basically um, yeah. basically people from Somerset but it's good yeah. in future years <laughs> you might really. be able to pick up um, 
some acts to play on the podcast. Really? Yeah, because so, I actually want yeah. to. I want to go to this festival next year and broadcast live for the day I from think, it. That's our plan. And what's it called? Can we advertise what it's uh, called? It's called Blade Fest. Blade Fest. And I'm not saying where it is. Well, it's in Somerset. Somerset. That's all you need to know. Yeah, it's but... Glastonbury's little brother, everyone. <laughs> Glastonbury's baby <Yeah>. brother. <laughs> it's like how Glastonbury started, I suppose. And Similar. how did did the people of Somerset sort of welcome you back after the su- success of episode one, where they're sort of bunting out and things like that people throwing flowers at you yeah and it's like, like that every time I go home really yeah yeah. yeah. See, I don't believe that no at all no it's a total lie uh, and Mr Parton what have you been up to I drove to Norwich <laughs> and I had to go over the Dartford crossing that's quite exciting but I felt a bit annoyed I had to pay to avoid Dartford What's going on in Dartford that we need to avoid? There's some, wa- there's some water you have Dartford's to worth paying to avoid. But yeah. I don't know. What's the secret? Because like, you can drive anywhere in the UK, but it just seems to be you have to pay to avoid Dartford. Is Dartford that bad? And pay to get into yeah. Wales. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to alienate our Dartford demographic of our listeners, but... No, which is quite large. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like the fact that to get home, I had to pay as well. No, well, that is bad. I mean, you what? struggled. You almost struggled to get that money together. Yeah, I had to literally scrabble for coppers. But actually, it happened oh, once before no. there that I actually got to the gate and had no money on me at all. And what do they do? And I've been driving back in the middle. I was very tired. And when I'm tired in the car, I'm a mess anyway. And you get, you know when you're tired, you get very sweaty, very confused. And I pulled up at the gate and I had no money. And I literally, everyone was honking me from behind. And I literally, just absolute luck, there was one pound on the floor that someone had obviously missed. And I got out of the car, picked it up like a little penniless tramp. But I don't like having to pay to use roads. It was a nice road. And you know what the bridge is called, don't you? No. You knew what it was called the other day. No, I didn't. Yeah, you know, that bridge. You named it to me. And I've forgotten what you said. It was named after royalty or something, wasn't it? Queen Elizabeth Bridge? I didn't say that. I'm sure you did. No, <laughs> no I didn't. I see here. Must have been your brother, who I've not ever met. Yeah, but that was fun. And I drove to Norwich to take someone to a festival, uh, the Latitude Festival. It was quite nice to have the day there. You know. I feel a bit left out. I'm the only one who was oh, no, to a festival. Well, week. all right. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward. I've been to forward, the doctors and but, you two have been to the festival. No, because in last week's show, we talked about you were going to do a song and dance about your life. So That's true, actually. Have you, how's, how are you getting on with that? I'm working on it. What, you haven't got it ready? Well, no, it's not ready at the I moment. I ask you to do one thing. It's down I'll say, on paper. I'll say, will you please produce, Sorry. cast, Sorry. and audition for a whole musical, get the whole chorus line down here. I ask you to just do that and you haven't done I've it. I've been auditioning. How, did you get the C line down here? Ah, well, we had a bit of trouble with that. What happened? Well, uh, Mr. North wouldn't allow it through the door. Right. So we promised people a, so- a musical and a seal. And yeah. Failed on both counts. No, it's definitely time for musical. If you look at the clock and add three minutes, it's musical time. <laughs> yeah, but I haven't got anything. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, this goes back to the fact that he cocked up with the timing, doesn't it? Oh, well, let's not tell people. We'll try and pretend. What do you mean, don't tell me? You told me it was ten minutes ago. Yeah, but don't worry. People have tuned in for our pseudo-shambolic intellectual chit-chat, mate. They don't want to hear about oh, your plot. Oh, you planned plot. that. <laughs> what? I like that. Pseudo-shambolic intellectual chit-chat? Yeah. I think it's good. It could be a new phrase. That's sweet a the nation. tagline. I mean, when, what... I say, when I say pseudo-shambolic, it's actually genuinely shambolic. You could, yeah, call, you could call the episode that. What, pseudo-shambolic intellectual chit-chat? Mm. Try and say it fast, four times. No. Okay, good man. Uh, what, what were we talking about? We were talking about, oh, did you get the motorcyclist down here as well? No. Because we promised our listeners three things. We failed on no, all counts. I, that makes us look like we don't care. That makes us look well, churlish. Well, it's not that I didn't try. I've been ill. <laughs> well, that sounds like you didn't try. I you know, gave well, up. I, you went, I'm ill. I'm giving up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, okay. I, I apologise, listeners. I apologise to anyone who was expecting me, genuinely, to have actually written a musical, got a sea lion down here, and got a motorcyclist. Maybe you could have incorporated the motorcyclist in the sea or in your musical. Food for thought. I mean, I, as I said, I'm working on the musical. Leave it with me. But I promise okay, you, as I'll long as one day we get a musical. Yeah. Because so far, all we've given the listeners is me inquiring about the availability of Tom's sister's midriff. And um, <laughs> don't worry, I haven't met her. God, is she going to hear this before she comes down? Probably. Well, this will be really awkward. No, imagine, right? Just, imagine uh, if, if I meet her at the weekend, we get on so well, 
And then we put this on the internet and she hears this post getting to know me and it ruins everything and then I'm not your brother-in-law. That would be oh, awful. Oh, God. Tell her we're related. to it until after she's I'm so looking been. forward to the next weekend. And now <laughs> it's going to be great, mate. It's going to be a real no, ride. It's going to be so good. It's going to be the best birthday you've ever had. So, right, I think... <laughs> okay. <laughs> are you ready? Uh, Mr. Swan is poised to play a song. Is this the case? Yeah. Yes. Yes, right. This song... Now, last episode, we played you some music by the Gourmet Fins and although the band are not actually recording at the moment, there was a lot of praise for it people genuinely Definitely. like the song people paper boat to me in the streets and say, in the streets yeah and, and so what we're going to do is we're going to play another gourmet fin song now it's called call of dove and we're hoping on the Love back of this song. we're going to organize a gourmet fins reunion oh i hope gig. so Come on, we need fan power. I would love this. Get Please involved. get behind this. So we're going to have a bit of the Gourmet Fins and then we'll be back with a very interesting item for you two to do. Mm. So mm, okay. hang on for that. Okay, we'll see you after this song.
That was The Gourmet Fins with Collar Dove. I love that song. It's a good song, isn't it? You Brilliant genuinely song. love it, don't you? <clears throat> I do. I, I got the EP when it came out. Well, when it came out, I say. When you brought it. It brought it round for and me. And I, it's it. been on my iPod for, well, forever. And that's just Brilliant. an example of the sort of music. We want to promote like local bands and local music. That's the sort of thing we mm-hmm. want. So if you want your music on the show, get on the website, uh, click on the link and email us some links, send us some demos. And if we like what you're doing, we'll get on the show because we'll play anything we like. But if it does happen to feature Hitler, Mr. North will definitely push it. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You'll be fine. The man who presented with Schindler's List would use it to floss his ass because he would be so <laughs> angry about it. <laughs> Is that... Because obviously, remember from last week, Mr. North does have slight... Leaning. Because we were at, when we were playing Frisbee the other day, you actually, as we were playing, you suddenly stopped playing, looked up at the sky, you saw an airplane and went, oh, that's a World One uh, bomb like that one, didn't he? <laughs> No, World War, circa World War One. It just looked like a Spitfire. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was, it was a always plane. thinking about the war. Always thinking what? about the they second two, coming. Two aren't wings. Oh, no, you're right. Let's not have another domestic. <laughs> you two. We had your messy divorce last week when uh, you fought ownership of the house. Now I've prepared a thing for you lot. Yeah, I'm a bit worried about this. No, you? it's nothing actually too bad. I think it'd be quite interesting, and the people can play along at home because I thought people don't know us that well yet. Play along. <laughs> play along. You know, they don't right. actually know us that well yet. Yeah, so I think okay. it's good to, to get people to know. So I've looked at sort of personality profiles. Now, obviously, I can't do the thing I'm going to do on you because I know what the answers are. Yeah. So if I did it, I'd just deliberately skew the answer to make myself look yeah. brilliant. So I actually <laughs> did an assessment. And, um, you know, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm just going to read a few. That it's, it's split into sort of headings. And the headings are self-confidence, self-control, oh my God. openness, easygoingness, and how does your personality affect your love life? Oh, I think no. the really interesting ones for me would be self-confidence. I think, and I want you two to chip in and see if you think this okay. is an accurate reflection of me based on what this assessment. Oh, it's it's for you. It's this, not this because this, I've of done this it's about him. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I've got to sort of you oh, know okay. quench that facet of my personality okay. and my vanity. But then after I've read this, there's something for you two to do. Okay. But what I'm saying is I couldn't do the thing that I'm going to do on you because yeah. I know what it means. So yeah. I just like I say, I'd make stuff up to deliberately make myself look cool. You got that, okay. listeners. Self-confidence. Apparently, I am someone with high self-confidence and I feel quite comfortable interacting with other people. Would you agree with that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm doing this I'd podcast. I agree with that, yes. oh, no. so As long as they're like... not siblings, that's fine. As long as they're not... <laughs> Don't worry, Mr. North. Me and your sister, I'm going to be very respectful for your daughter. Daughter? Daughter? I <laughs> know oh, the secret's that sister. Oh, no, broken it out uh, live now. If, if you are a member of Mr. North's family, you heard that he doesn't have a daughter. That was genuinely, <laughs> genuinely me just Slip losing my plot. Yeah. Freudian slip, dear Lord. <laughs> Did we tiptoe around that all right? Yeah. yeah. Good. He definitely Good. dusted okay. down the carpet well. I like this paragraph as well. You ready? This yeah. is, but, you know, just look at me as a person and just really think of this paragraph as I read it. Mm. Perhaps a defining feature that sets you apart from most people is the exceptionally high standards that I set myself. <laughs> Why are you laughing? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Why are you thinking about the no, lackadaisical no, approach I've got to life? Carry on. Your competence in social gatherings as well as at work should provide ample evidence for this. With these characteristics, it's likely that people come to you for advice and generally think of you as someone with leader-like qualities. No, who comes um, to you for any advice? Everyone. Really? De- I, lo- I can't I don't, name I've, names. I've never come to you for advice. No, not and look at the, Yeah, but look, and because of that, you're going to the doctor <laughs> whilst I'm zooming around the country running podcasts yeah, and you know, really flying that. past Dartford. If you came to me for more advice... You know, look what okay. you could be, Swan. Yeah, look what I could be. So do you think that relates well to the, the, the self-confidence element I think of my so. person? Now, this you're... is good. This is my favourite heading, the self-control. <sighs> right. <laughs> you are low in self-control. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Being low in self-control can be both good and bad. Occasionally, people may be compelled to follow their intuitions and give in to temptations, and your degree of self-control makes this highly likely to happen. Do I often give in to temptation? Well, I would say normally, 
without without a doubt. Except but for this, this last year, six you've been very good this six months. He is on a sex ban, as I think we mentioned last week. Yeah, and so far, to our knowledge, he hasn't cracked. No, no, no cracks have so, been cracked. <laughs> I think actually, perhaps oh you're turning God. it around. I'm turning my entire I personality think around. Well. If you complete this, though, you've still got another six months. This can be good in circumstances where being relaxed is important. Mm. However, in situations where it is necessary to be focused and careful, you might find you do or say things that may be highly inappropriate. I'd agree with that. That's definitely true. Yeah, yeah probably within the last five minutes. That's yeah. happened, yeah. really, hasn't it? As someone who exerts little control over my actions, I may find that I commit social blunders that might offend other people and get myself into trouble. Yes, Yeah. Name, name an example. Well, just there with Mr. North's sister. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on the radio as well. On the radio. Sorry, is it Livy? Yeah. Livy? Oh, See? Sam, we've got See, because I care about I make it my business to know, mate. And I know it's her birthday on Sunday. Because oh, I make no. it my business to know when all the Norths are born. She's definitely. <laughs> I would just like come. to say, actually, Livy, that we are actually looking forward to seeing you and meeting you. It's not just Mr. Parton with his lurid intentions. I have no lewd intentions anymore. Looking forward to seeing you and meeting you. And seeing, actually, if you're anything like Mr. North. I hope not. At for all. Her, <laughs> Surely not. I mean, there can't be. She'd really. come produce a show and show us how it should be done. That would be. We could get her on the show. I'd we love could, that. Oh, I think that'd be brilliant. We'll, we'll look into that. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> back to your personality. Well, that's really it, really. Self control. There's a bit about openness, not very exciting. What did it say about your love life? Ah, uh, right. Apparently, I have difficulty in romance because I have exceptionally high standards and get bored easily. No. no the I'd, first bit. I'd agree untrue. with the bored bit. Yeah, definitely. But he doesn't have exceptionally high standards. Hey, <laughs> don't say that because there might be people that yeah, I no, had a yeah. hug with that might be listening to this. Mm. No, I, I, I don't say, regret a thing. I would say he's got quite <laughs> high standards, but he does get bored very easily. Very easily bored, aren't I? Jeez, right. You spot on. But that's me done and sort of the key bits. But this oh, is no. the really exciting bits. This is something for you two to do and you can play along at home. Now, before I do, I should probably say, is, have either of you done this before? It's something where you tell me your favourite colour, your favourite animal, <laughs> your favourite food, and something to do with water. No. No, but I know what lines, I think I know what lines is going down. Are you sure? No, carry on. Because I don't want you cheating the test and carry making on, yourself look, because no, no. you are no. still the Barney Rubble character. <laughs> and that stuck, didn't I? I called you that last week on the show, and it actually became an insult that someone used in the real world. Yeah, somebody... Can, can people up. please do that? If they do see Mr. North, please call him Barney Rubble. So, I need a pen. Oh, I need a pen. You two talk while I get a pen. Mr. Parton is getting a pen. <laughs> that was thrilling radio. Well done. Right. I have a pen and paper and I need a clipboard. Talk while I get a clipboard. And Mr. Parton is getting a clipboard. Need more. Need more Still clipboard. hasn't got the clipboard. He's coming back now. I've got right. the clipboard. Right. So I want you, Mr. Swan, mm, I'll start yep. with you. Yep. What is your favourite colour? Blue. Blue. Right. And when you think of the colour blue, what, do you, what sort of adjectives do you think of? Adjectives. To describe the colour blue. You know, what does blue make you feel and think? Single word answers, ideally. Okay. Cool. Cool. Calm. Calm. Collected. Relaxed. Cool, calm, relaxed. We'll put. Yeah? Yep. Mr. North. Uh, red. What is your. Ooh. Oh, fiery. And Sorry, what, what does red make you think of? Liverpool. No, oh. you. Well, all right. Well, that that, <laughs> that be... is the measure of the man. Liverpool. <laughs> I believe that's some sort of uh, footballist team. Oh, as opposed... uh, right, what else does red make you think of? Wine and love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wine God. and love. That was hideous. <laughs> that was absolutely hideous. Okay, right. Right, now, Mr. Swan, and like I say, play along at home, people. Mm. So if you're listening at home, think of your favourite colour and three words that you think of when you think of that colour. Okay? Now we're going to do your favourite animal, and the same thing applies. So your favourite animal and three things <laughs> that you think of when you're, or adjectives to do with that animal. So, Mr. Okay. Swan, what's your favourite animal? A dog. A dog? Yeah. Um... Why, why do you like dogs? Loyal. Right. Faithful. Right. Companions. 
Oh, this is Mr. Swap. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, I'm brilliant at this, aren't I? We don't know what's coming. <laughs> no, 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 actually. actually. Um, I would have said dog as well, but for the radio sense, I'll say horse. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think horse? Well, that um, you dare say I well hung. Big. <laughs> um, intelligent. Ooh. Racing. <laughs> and strong. Strong, Ooh. okay. That was, that was difficult. Well, it often is difficult for you to think of three words. We know how you struggle. <laughs> Coming from the countryside where, you know, everyone just goes, Gah! it's difficult for you to increase your vocabulary. Sorry, everyone from Somerset, we love you and we will be supporting Blade Fest strongly next year. Right, next question. <laughs> so, if you're along at home, the next one is your favourite food. Favourite food, Mr Swan? Um, steak. Oh, lovely. Man food, that is. Everyone yeah. loves a bit of steak. Steak. And three, why do you like steak? What sort of three things are steak? Succulent. Oh. Firm. And tantalising. Mr North? Uh, paella. <laughs> who are you trying to impress are you trying to pretend you're an honorary sort of Spanish man or something after they won the World Cup are you uh, seafood is that one word that'd be pie mm. so I see you so it's so sort of fishy do you think sort of fishy yeah. do you spicy fishy spicy stodgy <laughs> stodgy now this next one's a little bit more complicated oh, no. okay Right, and again, if you're listening at home, this is so interesting. If you haven't thought about getting involved with this, you really should, because it's quite interesting. I can't and see where this the is The answers going, you've given honest. are so brilliant that this is going to be... I'm <laughs> so excited about When you think of water, Mr. Swan, what yeah. is literally the first thing you think of when you think of water? Oh, the sea. So you think of the sea. Definitely. Now, definitely. how would you describe that, like, the sea? What, what? does the sea make you think of? Okay. Um, reflective. Calm again, I'd have to say. Can Calm. I have that again? You can, yes. Cool, yeah. And um, excited. And exciting. And Mr. North, when you think of water, what comes? To, what's the first thing that comes to mind when I say water to you? Drink. Drink. Okay. And what, does, what sort of do you think of when you think of a drink? Thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Staying alive. Staying alive. Staying alive. <laughs> so life-giving, we'll put there. Yeah. And final thoughts. And beer. Does that count? Not really. Alcohol. No. No, right, okay. with water. I don't know. You can, have, you can have alcohol because actually in the context of what we're doing, that's going to be quite a good answer. Right, okay. so if you played along at home, you had to give us a colour and three things that you associate with that colour. Now, when you do that colour, that is basically, psychologically, how you guys see yourself. Oh. So, Mr Swan, you said blue and you see yourself as cool, calm and relaxed. Ah, well, yeah. Mr North, <laughs> Mr North, right, sees himself as Liverpool, wine and love. <laughs> Yeah? yeah? Do you like that? Do you think that's a fair yeah. description of you both? Oh, I think so, definitely. Yeah? Yeah. Now, then I, I then asked you, what was your favourite animal? Mm. Oh, now, no. this is how other people see you. Oh, so, Mr. Swan, yeah. you said dog. Yeah. And other people see you as loyal, faithful, and a good companion. Come on! That's, that's true. That Come is on. good. It's true, isn't it? Already, the v- validity of this whole assessment is proven If you're itself. doing this at home, this is going to do you a lot of good. And Mr. North said a horse. <laughs> so apparently, other people see him as intelligent, well. racing, so I suppose fast, you could put there. Definitely not. And strong. Mm. Do we see him as intelligent, fast, and strong? Well... Mm, to we're, a certain we're, degree we're between a rock and a hard place because if we say warm on that if tonight. we say yes we're stoking his ego yeah. if we say no then we undermine the whole test it's a yes 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 he's a great definitely man. he's a great man right like Hercules I then asked you what was your favourite food mm. to which you go three words now this is what you look for in a partner oh no so Mr <laughs> Swan in a partner you look for succulence <laughs> firmness oh, and no. something tantalising <laughs> Yeah. Well, ideally, yeah. Is that was that the sort of dream? Is that yeah, what you go for? Yeah, would be lovely. Yeah. 
And Mr. North, you said paella. In a partner, you look for something. Stodgy, you look for something fishy, spicy, and stodgy. That's how Mr. North likes his women. I will repeat that. Mr. North likes his women fishy, spicy, and stodgy. Can I just say that if if your answers to the first bit corresponded with that, then email in and we could look, hook you up with Mr. North. Yeah. If you put down a fish, yourself as fishy and stodgy, yeah, as, a, as your favourite. If you, if yeah, you are sort of a, an Indian woman living in England who works in a fishmonger. Maybe he was obese as well. You're basically Mr. North's ideal man. Is that what we're going to say? <laughs> yeah? So that's how they see their part. And that is brilliant, Mr. This North. This is superb. And right, the final one was I asked you to think about water and what mm. that made you think of. Mr. Swan, you said the sea. Yeah. Now this is how you you guys see sex. Oh, no. Yeah? Oh, okay. So you see sex, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Swan. And I yeah. quote, looking at my records here. <laughs> yeah. You said you see it as reflective, calm, yeah. and exciting. Well... Well, and, you know, I think your yeah. answers are quite good. My yeah. answers are quite good. That's because I am good. I've just screwed myself. Mr. North, <laughs> when he thought of water, said drink. And this is what he thinks of when he thinks of sex: alcohol, life-giving, and thirsty. <laughs> he should have just said rehypnol. <laughs> yeah, he should have just cut through the crap. He's gone rehypnol. So yeah, basically, I suppose you could you see it as thirsty work that's life-affirming, and you need to involve alcohol to get it to happen. Mm. Does that sum it up? No, uh, yeah, that's probably it. It's, it's spot on. It's spot on. Why I do you sound that... so upset? Because you've just been made to look like a total nit. I think he realised yeah. that it's true reflection, actually, of both true our reflection. characters. True yeah. reflection. I'm now being really self-reflective and it's devastating. I think I came out Did... rather well on that. I think yeah, I think for you, Mr. Swan, that was very accurate. Because you didn't I... list things like Liverpool and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't, you see. <laughs> so I found that quite an interesting assessment. And I, I say, you can do that at home. Obviously, if you do it now, it's not so good because we've told you what you know it means. So you'll deliberately say things mm. that make you sound cooler than you are. But... I think that was a good test. Do you feel that's yeah. been a good assessment, a good use of people's time listening I've, to that? I've certainly enjoyed that. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Right, so yeah. it's time for another song, I think, isn't it? Uh, this is a band called... Oh, God, what are they called? They're called The Weather Committee, and it's a friend of mine's band, uh, Matthew Lake, very talented singer-songwriter, and he wrote a lot of songs for this band. And this song is called... I think I'm going to play Take Me Away. It's quite an upbeat number, so, you know, get up and pump your feet. Go for it.
Committee, everyone, with the song Take Me Away. Right, we're back, we've hit the halfway point, and I think this can only mean one thing. Go on. A dime bar each. No, yes, dime bar. We've got our dime bars. Those listen to us last. <gasps> There's only two left. You're having a laugh. <laughs> There's literally only two left. Um, oh, well, I have eaten about 14 already, so this is one. There's your half time dime bar. Thank you. It's not. There's your half time dime bar. Thank you much. I love dime bars. Excuse now, actually, this brings me quite nicely onto my next subject because mm. so far, I think the show, to those listening, listen to us, I think, God, they've been very structured this week. They've not taken the mick out of Mr. North very much. Well, <laughs> don't no, you don't worry because a lot of you might think, well, why, why, what's the thing about dime bars with that show? Why are they always talking about dime bars? Well, let me take you on a little journey back in time to, uh, and was it Mr. North, 2002? Uh, four years ago. Mr. North. 2002. No, Mr. North, our producer now, used to present a little slot on his uh, uni radio station, didn't you, Mr. North? I did indeed. And do you think it was a successful tenure, was it? Well, I thought at the time, listening back, I'm not so sure. So you thought at the time. Well, I've managed to get some clips of Mr. North's time on the... Uh, can we mm-hmm. name the show? We're going to have to name the show because these yeah. clips are going to give it away. Yeah. The radio station was Junction 11, Reading. Radio, Reading University, Reading University Radio. radio Station, Junction 11. Superb. And Mr. North, what a, what a, what a DJ he was. And this is just going to give you a quick insight into the sort of content that Mr. T- Mr. North churned out. And also, this clip will explain why this show has always got dime bars not far <laughs> away. I'm looking forward anyway. to this. You ready for this, Mr. Walkers? You've not heard this clip yet. I haven't heard this clip yet, but I can just imagine it. <laughs> this... I should just say, I went to this university. Listen the to the... Ex- right, there. before we go in... This is the reason why he was almost not given a mic for this podcast. <laughs> now think of, just listen to how excited and well thought out the show is. That he's, <laughs> oh, no. And how ebullient he sounds. How there's no, there's no awkward pauses in what he says at all. He never says the word um. Right, just listen to how well, what a brilliant, charismatic DJ he comes across as. You ready for this, Mr. Swan? I can't wait. Here we go. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. This is Junction 11, creating unique radio for Reading University. Good afternoon, you're listening to Junction 11. Uh, my name's Tom, and we have Alice and Rachel here in the studio. Alice is typing to Haley and Mintz on the chat room at the moment. Uh, if anyone else is listening, yeah, she's being uh, writing in the third person. Sorry. Awkward pause number one. God, I'm the English. The third person. Okay. Um, my friend Rob has let me down. He said he'd be on the chat room and listening, and he doesn't seem to be. Well, why so wouldn't he be? <laughs> so that's bad. Um, why wouldn't he be listening to this, this Mr. Show? North? I'm sorry. <laughs> Awkward pause. I'm listening to a paper in the back. Yes, <laughs> I, I emailed it to Haley and Joe at hotmail.com, like you said. Oh, no. If 
Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's what I did. Oh, not .co.uk. I might do it again later. .co.uk. This is so, so this bad. Is this really was actually broadcast. Just listening. Um, like their competition the that they did earlier to win a beer mug that they drew on themselves, it seemed. Um, I'm going to give away a dime bar. Hey! <laughs> so the first person, it's a very simple competition. It involves running and speed and <laughs> battering people who come near you to try and get it as well. Um, yeah. Can you hear the chocolates? This is that rusting noise. I We've got four. So We've got one for everyone in the well. studio. <laughs> I bought them. And... <laughs> Um, one for the first person to get here. The first person to get to Junction Eleven Studio and knock on the door will get a dime bar or a dame bar because they're from some foreign shop. <laughs> yeah, but in D A I M. First person here gets a dime bar. Wherever you are, just run and come and get it. It's free and it's worth twenty nine p. <laughs> so wasn't that I thrilling? That. I absolutely. That love was that. that was. Mi- I'm sorry actually because I feel like actually it's made our podcast look a lot better. Oh. Yeah. But you might think, well, he was a bit droll, but at least he could introduce bands properly. Surely he could. Surely he could name one of the most famous <laughs> punk bands of all time. This is Mr. North on his radio show introducing a very famous band. Ready? Is Blink 182, 182, 182, whatever you want. And small things. Goodbye. See you in two weeks. Yeah, at least you could introduce songs this year. And let, let's just let's just revisit that, shall we? We've got some little clips here. First person here gets a time bomb. Wherever you are, just run and come and get it. It's free and it's worth 29p. Yeah, did you get that? First person here gets a time bomb. Wherever you this are, just so run bad. and come and get it. It's free I know, and it's it worth is. 29p. Bloody awful. And this is why you're on production duties. Yeah. But, and this is this is what I love about you as well, at the end where you were talking about the spelling. You might have missed it. He was talking about the spelling of dimes. It's the dame bar. It's a dame bar. It's spelled D-A-A-M. And your actual, your co-host at the time, I believe was your missus who you all up. Was it? Had to correct you in the background. She went, it's called a dime bar, Tom. You can't quite hear it, but listen very carefully and you'll hear in the background correcting Tom and him being really pedantic. You ready for First this? person to get to Junction Eleven Studio and knock on the door will get a dime bar or a dame bar because they're from some foreign shop. <laughs> D-A-I-M Brilliant okay. Sorry <laughs> I also like the bit where they're typing And you make this comment about how good you are at English God I'm good at English <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> God I'm good at English I can't believe he's hacked this up so much <laughs> What? That right? God I'm good at English like a little arrogant, but you could. Oh, there's six ums in that main first bit. In a minute of you being right, it's like um. There was awkward pauses, and then the old. God, I'm good at English. <laughs> I can't wait till Mr. North goes back to work this week. There must oh, be. God, I'm good at if English. If you do work with Mr. North, can people please just start quoting these things back to him? For God, it's... I'm good at English. And they were, but they were, luckily it wasn't all him talking. There were some great jingles on the show as well, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah, some fantastic jingles. jingles. Were good. I didn't yeah. have a part in these jingles, but they were. <gasps> Junction Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Junction 11. Oh, okay, there's another one. Junction 11, get turned on. <laughs> just some late night Junction scene. 11, get turned on. Oh. You know the embarrassment of looking at like pictures of you when you were a child? Yeah, it's yeah. tenfold. This it's like blinks. Yeah. 180. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, Junction 11. I'm enjoying this. God, I'm good at English. <laughs> God, I'm good at English. I wish no, I'd never I think given you access to But it. the thing is, people tuning now will be like, I thought this was the Boys in the Basement podcast. <laughs> yeah. And we're going, ooh, Junction 11. But that was Tom on the radio. And looking back, do you feel that was a successful time on the radio? I think it was a warm-up to greater things to come. Like this podcast. Ooh, Junction 11. Yeah, I like that jingle. 
Junction it's 11. Bit, it's a bit erotic, isn't it? A bit. Yeah. I've got a barrel of <laughs> <Yeah>. tissue here. <laughs> and that is why, people, we love the dime bar. We because, love the dime bar. Because of this simple competition that Mr. North dreamt First up. person here gets a dime bar. <laughs> First person here gets yeah, a dime simple. bar. So that's yeah, why... Simple. Simple, effective, and no one. Don't try and up. justify it. I, I will say, can I just ask, yeah. actually, Mr. North? Did anyone actually turn up to no. come? No, no one. So no one at all. Is the dime bar okay. still there? Could yeah. I go and get it? And how many emails have you had to your email address? One from me. <laughs> Twenty-nine yeah. pence. You didn't even. Your own mate didn't turn up to the chat room, according to that clip. Yeah. Mm. I will say also, I was at Reading University at the same time. Mr. <laughs> North was broadcasting. We didn't know each other. And I, <laughs> we didn't know each other at the time. But I never ever had heard of Junction Eleven even. What? Not really. No. There's a mouse mat over there. There was like... Yeah, okay, there's a mouse mat in your basement. Yeah. <laughs> that's supposed to make me know of it three, four years ago. But now, if you are tuning in, we, we are actually the boys in the basement podcast. I bet you keep hearing Junction 11. We are. This is just mean... giving you a bit more background as to where we come from, what we do, what we have done, and, and what that... maybe we'd like to forget. And so, and so the people who campaigned for Mr. North to have a mic, that was the reason last week he didn't have one, because mm. we were worried about he might sort of regress into that. Yeah. But I think it was quite interesting to listen to the... Do you feel a little bit annihilated now? Yeah, a little actually, bit. I good. Wish, uh, Normal actually, service has been resumed. <laughs> I wish I I'd never it, given you access to that. I think it makes you look better now, though, because it shows your progression. Oh, thanks. Your development. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you're quite coherent at the moment. Yeah, you can put sentences together. Yeah. Yeah, not right now. There's no, 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 erotic, <laughs> jingle, no erotic jingles in sight. Yeah, I think it was good. Now, and I like the fact as well that we were a bit worried that we've been too formal in the show and we hadn't taken the mick out of Tom enough. Yeah. But now I feel that we've, we've definitely ticked we're the there. Box. We've ticked the box. Why are you touching the wire? Why are you touching my? Why arm did you as just well? do that? I'm trying to set up another. Don't unplug song. wires mid show. It's, it's gonna... not. What? It's the iPod wire. What do you mean the iPod wire? It's going to go. Other MP3s are available. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Good. <laughs> I like you got that in. Cause that was my job last week. Very good. Where are we for time? Should we do another song now and then? Because we probably should start wrapping this up now, shouldn't we? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, we've I mean... been about fifty minutes. It's not bad. <clears throat> not bad. Okay, because I've got. Uh, this will be our final song of the show. Um, it's not at the end of the show, but it's our final song. Uh, and this is from a band that I was um, quite heavily associated with them um, back in the day. We used to support them quite a lot because um, I'm a drummer myself. We used to do some gigs. This is why I'm so interested in local music because I've got a genuine affinity. And I know how hard it is sometimes to get your music out there. But from the first podcast, the music that people heard, genuinely people liked it. So it's obviously a good forum to promote your band. So if you are a band, send us songs. Get involved. Where are you? Why haven't you done it already? I'm tired of opening my inbox and seeing one email <laughs> from myself. I want to see other bands sending me stuff, cool stuff, fun stuff interesting stuff and if you're really good we'll try and get you live at blade fest next year as well it's oh. official tom can get you a headlining blade fest in somerset it's gonna you'll sit on the hay bales it'll be awesome but now this song uh, is by a band called the goondocks um and they're a fantastic band really talented musicians sort of live in and around the london area and the song is called annabelle do you like the sound of that song I like Mr. That, North, yeah. are you ready for this song? Yeah you're nervously poised on the buttons he's not on the buttons he's trying to prove he's not that junction 11 tom that we used to know you ready yes. you ready for a song here's a song we'll be back it was late when we got home Like I've been out on my own Why are we still here? We've been over this before Back to ready at the door And then you do your crime thing And where were you when I lost my way? You were off on your own somewhere Well you never did make sense And where were you? It was just the once And you've been on my case for months I guess I never made a difference I've decided to divert enough You're just too much Annabelle You've lost everyone I can change But 
myself a chance to talk wouldn't let me get a word in we're not listening the same you're just waiting for the spaces so you can tell me your shit there you are when you look so sweet the cutest thing i've ever seen but completely insane there you go i can see it in your face something's upset is it something i've said and you're always about to break I've decided that I've heard enough You're just too much Annabelle You've lost everyone How you changed But Annabelle And I still need one more day To leave you One more day To leave you after yourself when I'm not around cause when I'm not around there's no one else there you are when you look so sweet sit on the cover of a magazine but completely insane there you go I can see it in your face something's upset is it something I've said and you always Unmistakable sound of the Goondocks there, with their number fourteen smash hit, <laughs> Annabelle. Is that true? No, oh. it's all lies. This podcast is built on a foundation of lies. Okay. Like the lie, for example, we've got a competent producer. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the sort of the concept of us knowing what we're doing. That's a lie. Because we don't actually have. No, and I remember, like before last week's show, mm. before episode one, I remember we were all so nervous about doing it. And I actually remember we were all sat around, sort of like, sort of talking, you know, sort of talking around it. And it was eventually Tom who eventually said, "Guys." We've got to bite the bullet and we've got to go for it. Because he was sort of sat around like yeah. sort of people about to do a parachute jump or go off to like <laughs> yeah. the Somme or something, you know, sort of very comforting each other. And he just said, we've got to bite the bullet. We've got to record. Yeah. I feel a bit more nervous this week because I kind of know that people are actually listening to this and there's expectation now. Yeah, that makes me a bit on edge. <clears throat> no, but that's good. You know that people are, are interested in it. So, But despite those nerves, we will carry on and we will look at what was good and from last week and we will make it better. Last week, what did we like? We liked the news. So here's our news jingle. This is the news. 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 It's the news. 
It's a great jingle, isn't it? What do you think of that jingle? I love it. Even every <laughs> time I hear it, I love it more. It's so you, stupid, but it makes me laugh. You can't tell that it was recorded in one take, can you? It really <laughs> sounds layers of production. Literally, we spent Phil hours Spectre on that, wall and of noise. we just did it in one go. Right, now, like last week, I've prepared three news stories, and I'm going to let you three, two... <laughs> well, I can see the, the poster of Winston Churchill there. I assumed he was our sort of fan club. Uh, right, I've got three news stories. I'm going to read the titles out to you, and you can... Why, why are you holding your head in your hands? Because everything I say about you makes you look like a Nazi sympathiser. Why have you used his face as a dartboard? Why has he got darts hanging out of his cigar? God, dear me, in your Hitler pyjamas. <laughs> you, boy. You, don't be ashamed. It's all right. Everyone makes choices, you know. Yeah. Right, so here are my three news stories. Uh, right, three. And, uh, you know, it's going to be difficult to top seal on a roof. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Because <laughs> um, what, what I've done on the website is any news stories from the show, they get put on the website for you to have a look at. So if you like the story, you want to sort of read it in your so time, or you actually think the stories that we're reading are made up, you can go on the website, see the story, and realise it's actually a true story. Mm-hmm. So seal on a roof is there from last week. This week's story is either going to be, first one, Butch Baker sells cupcakes for manly men. <laughs> okay. Drunk seeks solace with 16-foot crocodile and lives. I heard of that one. I think I, yeah, I think I've heard of Lazan- that. Oh, Lazandwich. Students inspire stodgy snack. So That's which right one? up your alley, Mr. North, isn't it? Yeah. Stodgy snack. We can either go for... Only <laughs> <laughs> it was a woman. <laughs> so what are we going to vote for? Lasagna oh, sandwiches, <coughs> crocodile, ma- drunk sleeping with a crocodile, or man selling manly cupcakes? Oh, it's tough well, this it's week. It's a tough one. I think, uh, what about the cupcakes? Yeah, go on then. Yeah? Cupcakes? Do the, cup- cupcakes. Do the cupcakes. The camp cupcakes. No, we're going to do the crocodile one. Okay, oh. right, fine. There we go. That's Hang democracy on. in action. It's democracy yeah. in action. Purely because it's got <laughs> bigger font. Them. It's got bigger font. So, <laughs> because, and actually, I haven't read this yet, like last week. There's no preparation at all. Okay, <laughs> I love how I just overruled what you said. Yeah. Let's, let's let the people at home vote. Let's see what they're going to say. Press your red buttons now, people. Oh, they they've gone it. crocodile. They've, they've gone crocodile. You guys oh, have got impeccable. What are the chances? <laughs> what are the chances? All the technology going on. Right. Drunk seeks solace with 16-foot crocodile and lives. A drunk Australian is lucky to be alive after trying to ride a 16-foot crocodile. <laughs> now, this is good because last week we sort of had a bit of a pop at Americans. Yeah. And what I didn't realise was that we'd then be downloaded in America because I made... What did I call Americans? Easily excited and easily confused. Yeah, see, confused American. Confused confused. They're all confused. But now we're going to have a pop at Australians. And what will happen now? We'll download it in Australia. Well, that's good. We can get in there then. This, so, a drunk Australian. Like about, a 36-year-old <laughs> had just been kicked out of a pub when he decided to seek more entertainment in the crocodile enclosure at Broom Zoo. As you do. Now, why would you have a pub next to a zoo? Well, why not? Why not? I'd never seen that before. There's <laughs> got to be some sort of legislation. How many zoos do you go to where they check the sort of whether there's a pub around it? All the time. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought it would be a health and safety thing. Like, you can't really have pubs near railway lines. Well, there's, well, there's of masses of pubs. You can't near have pubs, lines. like, on a mountain. In Reading, the old train station is a pub. Really? Right next to the track. Did they get Junction 11? Is that the knowledge? No. Probably quite a few people would have thrown themselves on that line if they had heard your So podcast. they've got a pub by a zoo. <laughs> well, that's asking for trouble, isn't it? Have a pub by a zoo. Yeah, well, You true. can see the potential disaster. And so, do the animals go drinking there on their time off? I think that's highland. Like, do you reckon that's where all the jokes come from? Like a kangaroo was at a bar and... What, from Broom Zoo in Australia? Yeah. Broom Zoo is full of drunk, alcoholic out. animals. After failing to arouse the interest of the 18-pound beast with offers of a bottle of beer, <laughs> so he offered a crocodile a beer and the crocodile just was steadfast, that's refused it, didn't want it. He opted to climb into the, onto the saltwater crocodile's back. <laughs> and what, <laughs> so this is a bit dangerous because we've all seen Steve Irwin. Yeah, well... God bless him. Yeah, God rest his soul, I yeah. think. 
And you um you win a trophy every year in his honour, don't I you? Do. I, um, every year I participate in a charity football match in his honour. We pay for a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> and what I like here is the sergeant has made a comment on the drunk's actions. Now, if an English policeman heard about a drunk person climbing on a crocodile's back, what sort of thing do you think the English policeman would say in a press release? Very inappropriate. Yeah. Something like that. It's very sort of something stern. I'm assuming you're going to say it's something like, Struth! No, like close. <laughs> He's put, he was drunk and silly. <laughs> That's all the policeman said as an official statement. The flaming galah. <laughs> something he, like that. He was a bit silly. A bit silly. <laughs> Sergeant Roger Haynes told the website. Not too many people escape from between the jaws of a five metre crocodile and they are not renowned for letting people go. For an unknown reason, the crocodile had let him go and he managed to scale the fence and exit the park. So I'm presuming at some point the crocodile got him in his jaws yeah. and the drunk man thought, this is going badly wrong. I've got to get out of here. He sobered up quick. He sobered up quick. Well, you would do, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, if you're in a crocodile's mouth. What would you do in that situation? I'd, I'd, I'd have hit him with a bottle. What, that you tried to offer him? Yeah. So you'd have bottled the crocodile? Well, you'd have to. Casually abusing animals like the Mary Chipperfield. Not casually. Uh, it's, it's self-defence. Yeah, but you've climbed into his enclosure. Well, I, well, Who's at fault? You know, if a man stands on a railway line and gets hit by a train, is it the train's fault or the man's fault? No, uh, point proof. You see? Point proof. You yeah, can't... But if, but if you hurt a burglar in your house, you get in trouble, don't you? But I wouldn't well, be... Bur- this is getting very political. But now. you wouldn't be getting burgled <laughs> by a crocodile. Would you? A crocodile wouldn't burgle your house. Well, well you no- wouldn't normally have a seal on your roof of your house, but that happened. Yeah, true. Animals Anything are taking. Do you know what these stories are revealing? That animals are up to something. Yes. They're getting on our roofs. Yeah. They're eating our drunks. What next? <laughs> a koala's going to turn up at our door and steal our firstborn or something. Is that what's going to happen? <laughs> this is the start of a plague or something. It's a biblical. It's the. Mr. North looks very worried. Armageddon. About yeah, you're gen- <laughs> like he's genuinely like. Concern. Oh my god. He's thinking, it's true. I, I must put another. Today bomb on I was the door. bothered by a wasp. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I was kicked by a heron. <laughs> So the animals, we could be onto something here. Because right. this yeah. is I've noticed this is another animal is, story. Is that where the story ends or is it? No, my friend, there's oh. more. The owner of the local pub said the man returned to the bar with pieces of his body missing. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> so again, very calm, just with pieces yeah. of his body missing. Hmm. Which pieces? It doesn't say. It doesn't say, does it? Surely they'd know. He, oh, it does say. Oh. <laughs> if I read on. <laughs> they said he had chunks out of his legs and a massive chunk taken out of his arm. The man underwent surgery for severe lacerations. So the policeman made it sound quite laid back. And actually, the man received quite serious he injuries. Was very silly. So we're talking. And he lost half of his leg. He's so arm. silly, mate. He's lost his arm and half his leg. What did he go back to the pub for? Well, because he'd just given his beer to the crocodile. That's why he needed another one. He needed another yeah, one, didn't he? Otherwise, not. it was going to start stinging. Yeah, Bit of Dutch courage. I, I hope they didn't like, put down the crocodile or anything. No, the crocodile is fine. Because, again, the crocodile didn't crawl and do anything wrong. That's what it was feeding time, didn't yeah. it? And the man was trying to get him drunk. Yeah. Sounds like your sort of seduction technique, yeah, Mr. North, based absolutely. on that quiz. Alcohol, hello, green ass. <laughs> Crocodiles are known for their aggression and will kill an average of two people a year in Australia. Or each. No, I can't <laughs> imagine that. Well, it doesn't no. actually say. It could be. No, what, for be, every crocodile. Like every two... crocodile kills two people. Yeah, but that would, that then, would soon... They'd go through the population in about two years. Yeah, Australia would just be an island with about four people left on it. Well, it'd just be ruled by crocodiles. That would be an awesome <laughs> island. That would be a Hollywood movie. Yeah. It's like Planet of the Apes. Island of the Crocodiles. Yeah. I think that's really... <laughs> what are you laughing about? Because you're, you're thinking that's a genuinely... Like, no, that's just... He's genuinely excited This by summer, <laughs> Robert De Niro is Crocodilly Pig. It sounded like the worst film ever. But it's I don't a... want to go to school. Shut up and eat your cornflakes. Uh, I'm going to make that movie. If you are a budding producer from the local area and you want to make a film based on crocodiles inhabiting an island, you can have it for free. All I want is a small part as a crocodile in a tutu. I'll play that part. It's the part I was born to play. Why do you look so baffled? He looks- you two always looks just like 
I don't know what. What's the look yeah, that you guys give the, me? You look at me shaking your head, sort of looking at the floor, like, oh god. No, no, no. I just, well, I'm always fascinated to see where you're going to go with. Something. Yeah, I don't know how his mind gets around to that. That's what? a crocodile in a tutu in some film. For well, a no, I can producer. understand that. Yeah, I mean that's logical. That's normal. You know, did you know there's a cocktail called what, a tutu? He'd probably rather have a, a crocodile dressed as Adolf Hitler. Ah, uh, yeah. Taking over the country. <gasps> that could be what the storyline. That's the storyline. <laughs> Nazi crocodiles on an island. Yes, I can see it now. It's the second coming. <laughs> ah. I've just oh, realised you can't do a Nazi salute yeah. in, in the basement <laughs> because the roof is too low, which I think is fortunate. Yeah. If Germany had had low ceilings, the war would never have happened, is what we're saying. That's a fact. From the knowledge. <laughs> from <laughs> the knowledge. It comes from knowledge. The knowledge yet? Are we agreed? God, can't do Nazi Liam, what a fantastic news story that was. That was Are you trying to spin it? Are you trying to make me finish now? Yeah. That's my producer <laughs> subtly hinting, Liam. But we've already, we've already worked out that he can only ever sound fed up and bored when on a radio show. <laughs> Try and sound yeah. excited. Try and make the end of this news story exciting. Go on, do something exciting. Sound ebullient and buoyant and exciting. That's really difficult. He's only shouting a short breath. You've not been running. You've been sat in a chair picking your nose for the last two hours. What's going on? So that was Mr. North trying to sound excited. You could have gone, what a cracking story. Now it's time for Liam's next item. And I would lean down here. Because Mr. Okay, while Liam Parton is getting the next item for the radio show, we are just filling this gap with some exciting chat. But you're talking, so we know that's a lie. You can't... We know what you're like. Your personality is not capable of exciting chat. That wasn't chat. That was just you talking to Sarah. Yeah, that's not... <laughs> not even I was listening. Let alone the people listening to this podcast. Now this is... Because last week we did a poem. Do you remember the poem? Love the poem. How did the poem make you feel? Emotional. Now, it was called New Beginnings last week because yeah. it was our first ever podcast. So this week we're doing a poem. And actually, we'll start the music now just to get the ambience going. Mm. That is beautiful music, like isn't it. it? Every time I hear it, I melt a little bit inside. It's always nice music. Oh, because I want to make this poem relevant again for Mr. North, this, 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 this is called Birthday Blessings. Oh, thanks. Oh, that's nice. That's um, cheer me up. I didn't want to make it too sentimental because after all, I do want to mock you, not marry you. But uh, <laughs> this is called Birthday Blessings. So here we go. This is a poem to celebrate the passing of years, Mr. North. This is for you. Instead of counting candles or tallying the years, contemplate your blessings now as your birthday nears. Consider special people who love you and who care, and others who've enriched your life just by being there. Think about the memories passing years can never mar, experiences great and small, they've made you who you are. Another year is a happy gift, so cut your cake and say, instead of counting birthdays, I count blessings every day. Once a year I get a chance to wish you birthday cheer. It pleases me no end to say, I wish you another great year. So happy birthday to you, Tom, from the bottom of my heart. And may the good times multiply till they're flying off the chart. Oh, thank you very much. That, that was really wonderful. You, he looks genuinely moved because <laughs> you thought there was going to be like a twist at the end, weren't you? Yeah, when you heard the word rude. heart, you thought there was going to oh, there's farts coming here. <laughs> but no. That was a genuine. I that thought it was, was quite lovely. a nice poem. That was very nice. It always, it always ends the podcast on quite a I nice. I really enjoyed that. That was very. It nice. does. What it does is make. And people... He sounds genuinely excited <laughs> now. You can do it. The rehab is working. He's got such a smile. He said, on "No, his no, face no." What it does is, after all the drivel, we leave, <laughs> we leave the podcast. We finish it with something that people make people think that we're quite intellectual. Oh, have a dime bar. <laughs> have a dime bar. Have a dime bar, Granddad. Oh, Come on, calm down. <laughs> and now it is time. I suppose to wind up the show. Really. I suppose it must be that time. Is it that time? I think so. Really? I'm going to miss it. I've enjoyed this one. I've enjoyed this as well. It's becoming like a regular thing now, isn't it? Well, it's, we've done yeah, it twice. Yeah, we've done two. <laughs> <laughs> That's which, almost, regular. Which is more times than Liam has done any copy. <laughs> hey, that hurts. I've Ooh. been very good at doing my go-karting and stuff. Which, oh, you beat me when we went the other day, didn't we? We did. I was yeah. passing you. Yeah, Mr. North beat me. But only 
I beat you on the track. You beat me. You did the fastest lap. But I yeah. was ahead of you by the end of the race. So I think it was even Stevens. Because he's not a competitive person. Yeah, don't, don't worry, I thrashed him at FIFA in the week. Did you? Absolutely oh, Isn't awful. it funny and how last week we mentioned Call of Duty yeah. at the end of the show, and now we've mentioned another. Well, I was ill and on my sick bed. Right. Um, and he came round to visit me with no yeah. grapes as well, I must add. No presents no grapes. whatsoever. In fact, he wanted something. <gasps> oh, people, people, people. we got some breaking news right here. Last week, a lot of you were very concerned because Mr. North didn't feed us. Did he? We came oh, round yes, here, and on air yeah. we had to admonish him for providing no food. What did yeah. we have? We had cracker bread and raisins. That was all we were got. Yeah, that was it. This time, though, so I'd eaten before I turned up, so I thought, <laughs> it's going to be slim pickings. At yeah. best, a bowl of Twiglets or some stale wagon wheels or something. <laughs> but no, I turn up, and Mr. North is cooking us dinner today. He cooked us a meal before the he show. It wasn't really a meal. meal. No, it wasn't. Don't do yourself down. It was on a plate. And I think... I was very grateful for that meal, but I think we should review the food quickly. Yeah, I think so. Because I think we want next time I want more because the sausages when you serve them up look like they'd been cut. Well, not not even cut. They look like you chewed them up. They look like they've been handled by Edward Scissorhands. Because it was sausages and a baguette, so it's basically a hot dog, a posh hot dog. It was a posh Posh hot dog. Posh hot dog. Posh hot dog. dog. But yeah, the sausages were a bit. Ropey. They got stuck in the pan. They got stuck in the pan. You were so lubricated. It was like no. I'm going to give the impression that I can't cook. You couldn't. Oh, from what we saw, that might be Okay, answer you know the it? question, yes or no. Did the smoke alarm go off when you were cooking those sausages? Yes. Did they get stuck to the pan? Yes. Was everything a little bit burnt? No. This uh, is like, also, I will say, I didn't mention it at the time because I don't like to be rude, but we weren't given any condiments either. Actually, what? Uh, no, there was brown sauce. I didn't, have any, butter. I didn't have any butter in my video. Oh, yeah, no, don't butter. put butter in... Butter. 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 <laughs> It's only gone on northern. Why not? Butter. butter. Don't any... <laughs> why not? I don't always put do. butter in your hot dog. I would have liked that's the why you've got a waistline slightly bigger top tip. than everyone else. Oh, <laughs> you only have a lure pack. That's not good. Yeah, well you. <laughs> <laughs> junction eleven. Oh, God. I just couldn't resist. <laughs> He's good at English. It's a Junction Eleven top tip. That was. Yeah, you cannot was butter your hot dog. Ah, oh, God, it's playing oh, wrong. Oh no, we don't do that again. Oh, God, oh, I'm surprised we got any less. Ten minutes of decent production and Liam ruins it. No, no, no but we're showing how bad you used to be. It's not hard. <laughs> All I've got to do is press this. Junction Eleven, get turned on. And every actually that's good. That you is like know. the least sexy jingle. <laughs> yeah, it's first person here like... gets in time bomb. Wherever you are, just run and come and get it. And it's free and it's worth twenty nine p. Actually, now listen very carefully, because I think you sound exceedingly camp when you say it, so I want complete silence oh, in the room. No. And really listen to how camp Mr. North sounds on this clip. First person here gets a time bomb. Wherever you are, just run and come and get it. It's free, and it's worth 29p. Can yeah. we get it? It's come free. And, it's free, boys. Yeah, my girlfriend and it's worth time. 29 Don't say you had a girl. was in the room. Yeah, she was a girl. Yeah, yeah she, she was running to correct girl. you. <laughs> You should have to correct you because you, let's not forget pedantic. First person to get to Junction 11 Studio and knock on the door will get a dime bar or a dame bar because they're from some foreign shop. It still says dime though. <laughs> it still says dime though. It still says dime though. What a great. That, that gives you an insight into the pedestrian domestic existence you two had at university. <laughs> you sort of quibbling over every letter I and her sort of. What? Uh, she doesn't listen to this, does she? Uh, not that I know, but, no. <laughs> but, but Alice is. Um, she did English. She's like, now she's week. an English teacher. Is she very good really? at English? So that's why I was good at English. Yeah, but is, is she as good as you though, Tom? Because let's not forget. God, I'm good at English. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never tire of hearing that. This show writes itself now. We literally just have to play a loop. Yeah, that's it. Best next week it'll just be an iPod on loop. <laughs> He won't no, even be here next Actually, week. no, because we played a clip of him for one minute and the show lost so much momentum. Yeah, that's true, actually. It made me actually feel quite proud of what we do because I think it could be a lot worse. Mm. But. All good things must come to an end. 
And we are flannelling now, really. I feel it's time to end the show. We've hit the peak. What, Stuart? Do you need to plug anything before we finish? I've got a load of stuff written on the wall. Uh, yeah, right. Here's my list of things to say <laughs> for the end of the show. See you next week. But it won't be next week because we're going to do this every other week, we've decided. Uh, but we? if you. Yeah, I, I decided. Okay. And and I've, I've just informed you. <laughs> that, was just a, that was a management discussion. Lovely, <laughs> Team discussion. Uh, we are, let's say, we're on iTunes. If you've already subscribed on iTunes, brilliant. Uh, tell your friends and family. If you know any local music that's going on, or you know anyone that's in the band who sort of would like to... Because well, we, we want people on the show as well, don't we? Yeah, like we, want, we want in. people to come in. If you have anything you're passionate about, you'd like to yeah. promote or talk about, then coming in and tell us what, about What it. sort of things would you want people to talk about? Music, anything. inventions... Music, hobbies, um, sort of things that they're passionate events. about. Events, yeah. definitely events, local events. A local skill. Yeah, really Charity anything work, that would anything. be an interesting because basically listen to what we've done so far and if you're more interesting than this which I think is most things yeah. or more excited than me said in the most exciting <laughs> voice ever <laughs> more exciting than me <laughs> yeah come on like, we, want, we want guests and like I say if you do like this keep telling your friends about it because we want pe- more people to listen to it Definitely, more yeah. people listen to it we can promote more stuff get involved get, get in contact involved. tell us what you like and it is free like. we are so benevolent and kind that this podcast <laughs> is given away free absolutely so mm. why the bloody hell wouldn't you download it for free. I don't know. So if you have subscribed, thank you. If you haven't subscribed and you're just listening off the website, go to iTunes. It's so easy to subscribe. Every time you upload a new episode, it will get downloaded. And we are approved by Apple. It's official, endorsed by Apple. Well, that's official endorsement. We are an international awesome. podcast approved by Apple. And if people go to iTunes, they have to search for what, Liam? Uh, the Boys in the Basement podcast. Very good. But if you go to our website, <laughs> boysinthebasementpodcast.com, there's a link straight to iTunes. takes you straight to the page. Simple. I've made the website so user-friendly. That, like I say, it damn near killed me. I but... will say, Mr. Parton, I'd just like to thank you, actually, for putting such a lot of work into the website. It's very, very good. Oh, thank very you. Very impressive. That was genuine. No, it was genuine. I do mean it. Do really? Mean that. That's yeah. very kind of you. Very, and very we have done away with the Boys in the Basement Twitter account as well. That doesn't mm. exist anymore. No. But if you, you can follow me on Twitter. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> yeah. Funny this. It's all about me. <laughs> and just, why wouldn't yeah. you want to? You <laughs> don't have an email, Mr. Swan. I'm <laughs> cancelling all the emails and only having one for me. I don't get told when we're doing follow it. Follow my Twitter. <laughs> The personality um, questionnaire is about me. <laughs> hey, so, I involved you in that very nicely and you dug your own grave, boy. Yeah, so okay. don't you dare have a go at me or I'll admonish you severely. And also on YouTube, uh, I always look on YouTube one time for any interesting clips that are on YouTube and any you know, exciting stuff that's going on. And we'll always have that on our website. We'll have a YouTube highlight of the week. And you, Mr. North, were very fond of our current one, aren't you? Yeah, it's good. Ed it's Sheeran a... song, uh, yeah. what's it called? The A-Team. A-team. It's about drug... Yeah drug tramp thing yeah, guys good, good video really well. really good guy up and coming so every week keep checking the website because we'll have stuff on there for you to find out because we can't play obviously sign bands on this show we don't have the necessary paperwork licenses laws and all that but we can link stuff through our website so go there and it's become a bit of a media home mm-hmm. uh, put our spotify playlists on and life's going to be good and i think that's time to wrap up the show so we will see you in about two weeks time thank you very much for listening it's been boys in the basement podcast goodbye, goodbye. Bye, everybody. goodbye. Bye.